Six o'clock on the West Coast, nine o'clock on the East Coast. 2 p.m. in London, Saudi Arabia, it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and in Malaysia, it's 1984. <laughs> oh, yeah, in more ways than one. Chaotic Robot, welcome. Good to see you. Ah, it's all right. You missed the last one. No big deal. Wow, that was fast. Crystal Violin, hey. Yeah, you know what? I literally just got back. I just got back in the house like five minutes ago. Made a quick cup of coffee and uh, and s turned on the lights, turned on the stream, and boom, that was it. Good morning, Crystal. Oh, my yeah, I uh, we, we went out to dinner. It's my significant other's birthday today. So this might be a short stream. We got things to do and uh, stuff to go with. So um, let me just uh, make sure that I'm all connected here. Yeah, I'm all connected. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, Kiwi. Hello, Kiwi. Good to see you. We are live on Facebook Live. And also uh, YouTube on Jay Sheldon's channel. You'll find us there. And twitch.tv slash Jay Sheldon. No pants. I'm Jay Sheldon, of course, and I'm not wearing pants. Yes, happy birthday indeed. <laughs> uh, so we, we had a great lunch at some Japanese restaurant. I forget, uh, I forget what the name of it was. Uh, let me see. What was the name of that place? I don't remember. Hang on. Uh, it's really cool. That's why I want to tell you the name so you can go there. I mean, I think it's a franchise. I'm pretty sure it's available in other places besides Malaysia. Um, Ipudu. Ipudu, Malaysia. It's at Sunway Pyramid here in Malaysia. Um, but it's a Japanese place. The food was amazing. And... Um, we had uh, this really nice Japanese pickle, uh, cucumber. So, hey, Mohammed, good to see you. Kolololo, I have arrived. <laughs> That's good. No, it's not Jay's birthday. It's Jay's significant other's birthday today. Um, um, my birthday was the 15th of January. Uh, this, this Japanese cucumber, now, if you have not experienced Japanese fruits and vegetables, you haven't eaten fruits and vegetables because they are amazing. They are not cheap. But if you see some of the dacos and little little things that, um, that go on uh, in growing these things, like grapes, their grapes are amazing, but they're like hand-handled and uh, they're all cut out so that only the best ones grow and they have enough space and it's just this is a huge science and art as everything is with the japanese but um yeah so this japanese uh cucumber was delicious with a, a sesame oil and some seasoning and oh it's crunchy and good um some fried mochi uh, now, the mochi was a little sweet, and the topping was a little savory. So the combination of the two, mwah, ah, 
So nice. And, uh, and uh, then tonight we went to a, uh, a Korean place and had a really nice Korean dinner. So uh, that was good. It was all fried and yummy. And they had what were called web foot octopus. It looked like squid. But I suppose it was because they had little bulbous head and the little feet that looked kind of like squid, actually. Uh, Japanese apples. Yes, the Japanese apples also are incredible, Crystal. Um, uh, I hope they're like the one apple I had that was really shiny and sweet from my nearest grocery store. Never saw that one again. uh, Red Delicious apples are my favorite brand of apples, a type of apple. Uh, there's so many types, but if if it comes from Japan, we have a couple of grocery stores here that feature imported fruits and vegetables. Uh, Village Grocer, Jaya Grocer, Benz. There's a couple. They're, they're pricey. They, they are expensive as hell. But you get what you truly do, in this case, get what you pay for. So if you want to give yourself a treat instead of reaching for a candy bar... Um, or a Cadbury cream egg. No, you're allowed. That's the one you're allowed. Uh, pick up instead a... Uh, you, can, you can get them in little tiny, even individuals. Uh, Japanese strawberries. Uh, trust me, you will never go wrong. The taste is amazing. Uh, yeah. And uh, let's see, who else is here? Invis Toby, Chaotic Robot, Crystal Violin, Mohanad. Ah, the whole gang. All right. It's uh, it's good to see you. And anyway, so we, we rushed through dinner. Well, kind of. Not really. We took our time, I suppose. And then uh, we got home literally 10 minutes ago. And uh, uh, Invis Toby says, last time right after the cream egg talk, I literally saw an advert for Cadbury. <laughs> well, you know, they're listening. I'm telling you, uh, should stop eating sweets. You have a cavity. Oh no, mom, uh, mom never remembers to find out who our dentist is. Well, go to another one, find another one. All right. <laughs> wow. Well, it's good. The cavity doesn't hurt anyway. That's a plus. Hey, I moved the camera back a little bit. I was actually watching my own stream in review because, uh, you know, it's always good to check out and see what you do well, what you don't do so well, and kind of do a little self-appraisal, a little self-critique, which I do occasionally. Um, most of the time, you know, I'm not that concerned about what I look like, obviously. Um, but uh, I-, I realized that especially on the on the Twitch feed, I'm like right here in the camera. And to me, it was like, whoa, get out of my face. So I actually backed the camera up a little bit tonight. And I think this works better. You get a better view of my plants too. I forgot to turn on my rainbow in the back, but that's nah, all right. The batteries are almost dead anyway. I got to replace them. <clears throat> so yeah, I, um, I did a little switcheroo here and and uh, th- this one is the same as it's always been. But I'm still catching up. I'm still catching my breath. Um, I'm still having my after-dinner coffee. And uh, I wanted to be able to make the uh, the 10 o'clock timeline here. Um, <laughs> JB like, hey, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that thing's, uh, whoops, that thing has been, where is it? 
there. It's sitting on this little desk. If I move, let's move the mic aside. I got a couple little plants there. There's another one way down on the bottom, but you can hardly see it. And then my uh, my LED light, uh, purple LED light, which is no matter, even on the lowest setting, it's still too bright for this silly Logitech webcam. And um, And yeah, there's a little neon rainbow that sits back there. It's battery operated. And it lasts quite a long time. I actually have had this since my very first stream a few months ago. And uh, <clears throat> batteries just dying. But actually, it's a good thing. Because when there's fresh batteries and the light's so bright, it just washes out. So now the battery's almost dead. You can actually see the color. What else is happening in the street? Because I got nothing tonight. Honestly, God, I've got literally nothing to talk about. I've managed to fill uh, almost 12 minutes of nothing, but yeah, I've got nothing important going on. Nothing big deal on my, uh, on my plate. Uh, hold on. What can I get rid of? I can't get rid of that one. I can get rid of this one. Okay. Uh, there we go. I do have a couple of things I want to share with you because they're funny. <laughs> uh, we'll do that in a minute. Um, so, yeah, you just noticed the rainbow. Uh, oh, for, for info, InvisToby says it's the hashtag cream egg golden gobelie. Okay. It is actually, if you saw on the box uh, on the last stream, it's their 50th anniversary. So it's a part of the celebration of their 50 years, I assume, with Cadbury. Um, Cadbury's good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Um Goose is land, Goose Island, <laughs> Goose is land. <laughs> hey, it's live, folks. I'm just reading it the way I'm looking at it. Uh, Goose Island, UK, to create a limited edition cream egg beer? What? Serious, huh? No. How are you going to make a cream egg beer? That kind of sounds a little wonky. <laughs> we can talk about the weather. The weather sucks, okay? It's been like that for a while now, a few days. And it's been raining in the evening, so we haven't always been able to go for a walk. We were able to get out there tonight, which is a plus. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, we had... Uh, we had rain, then stopped rain, then rained again. I'm a big weather fanatic, so I was checking the radar, and it looked like we'd make it. So we did make a walk tonight, which is a good thing. Um, updates about the house arrest in Malaysia. Uh, no, I have not had any. Uh, real, nothing really is new. We can now travel in between districts, but not interstate which sucks because that's what's keeping me from being in Genting tonight. I actually would not be doing a stream tonight. I would be in Genting if we could travel in between states. But Genting is in Pahang. Uh, I'm in Selangor, and you cannot travel in between the two. But now get this. I was. This is how obsessed I am. I was checking where the roadblocks are, and when you leave this state area sort of, Selang or KL, and you go up the, it's not the Kasas Highway, what is it? Maybe it is the Kasas Highway. You There's one toll in Gombak. These are areas in Malaysia, if you're not from here. And when you leave, 
there's no roadblock. When you come back, there's a roadblock, which makes sense. Because if you're leaving, they just tell you to turn around and you haven't technically violated anything. But if you leave, you can go. Nobody's going to stop you. It's when you try and come back. Ha ha, they gotcha. Here comes the big fines. Hmm? Hmm? Smart thinking, these cops. I'm telling you. I, I couldn't figure it out at first. And then suddenly the light went off. Boing! It made sense. Of course, let them leave. They want to leave. They want to violate the rules. Go! We'll get you on the flip side. I, I really believe that's that's why. So anyway, I'm not that dumb and I'm not going. Even though, my God, the traffic, since they opened up the inter-district inter travel, has been incredible. It is so busy on the roads. The traffic all pre-house arrest thing, uh, where we've all been locked down, uh, was bad in Malaysia. Traffic, in, especially in the KL area, the built-up areas, it sucks. We have horrible drivers. Traffic is terrible. The road system infrastructure is kind of mucked up. And all of that combines to make a nightmare. It ain't Jakarta. It's not Bangkok. But it's bad. Um, during the last year of the movement control house arrest order, it ain't so bad because there's a lot of people who aren't on the roads. Just in the last few days when they partially opened things up, wonk, nightmare. Unbelievable, the traffic. Uh, we went to Sunway Pyramid Mall earlier today. It was jammed. It's like, is there a virus? I mean, of course, everybody has a mask on if you're temperature taken and all that crap. But seriously, and then tonight again, we went to a much smaller little mall um, where this Korean place was that we like, and, uh, and it was busy. In fact, the Korean barbecue place we wanted to go to originally was too busy. There were too many people waiting in line to get in. It was insane. Um, sunny earlier, and Viz Toby says, overcast now and just cold. Oh, I'd love to be cold. I mean, I don't really like cold, but I'd like to remember what it was like. It, it really would be nice to remember. <laughs> uh, the weather is shit. More at 11. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would be refreshing if they actually did a newscast like that. Well, good evening. It's the 11 o'clock news. Today, the news sucks. Here's the details. <laughs> the weather is shit. Yeah, very nice. Watch the Malaysian vacation vlog in Kuala Lumpur, KL. Uh, traffic so packed, looks like a midtown Manhattan. Yeah, it can get... I, if I can help it, I do not go to downtown KL. Now, trust me, if you like crowds and traffic and, and all that mess, go. It's exciting, it's vibrant. Lots of shopping, lots of opportunities, lots of things to see and do. I'm not being a tourism uh, prostitute here. I'm just telling you the truth. It's it's a decent place. I'll tell you, one thing you will get from me is the truth. 
If it sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. If it's pretty exciting, I'll tell you it's pretty exciting. And Downtown Kale can be exciting. It's not my thing. But if it's your thing, knock yourself out. It can be fun. Um, but it it is it is jam-packed. And once they open, fully open up, it'll be even worse. Because at the moment, we really have no tourism industry here, which is insane because we made a lot of money off of tourism. And for the last year, year plus, there has been none. There still is none. If they don't open up these borders and get tourism in here, we are, it is just going to go from worse to worser. I made a word. Oh, man. I have to have a a partial exchange. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, cool. There was one or two little things I wanted to show you. Just a couple that I've, uh, from my, um, from my Facebook uh, profile. Uh, this is funny. You can't hear it. So it's what if Chinese songs were in ling- English? Uh, you know what? I'm not even sure I should play this because I'll get a, I'll get a copyright streak strike. But, um, you know, I'm on the multi-stream chat. Why am I not seeing my Facebook chats? Well, if you're chatting on Facebook, I'm sorry. I, I can't, for some reason, see that in my software. I'm supposed to be able to. Thank you, OBS, Streamlabs, OBS. But um, but I can't. All right, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to play a little piece of this, trying to, to get a copyright strike. Here we go. Ready? Stand by. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm so going to get in trouble for that. <clears throat> it goes on. You got to check it out. Check out my Facebook profile. You can play it. And there you go. Yeah, sometimes my heart go die must forever. <laughs> oh, man. This is like literally translating the words into English. So very funny. Ah, Bruno Mars. I am such a fan. Now, this is one I definitely cannot play. But uh, Bruno Mars, under the uh, Sonic, why do I find that funny? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny. <laughs> uh, Bruno Mars is an amazing musician. Love him to death. Uh, in fact, for a birthday several years ago, I think, I sent my significant other to a Bruno Mars concert in uh, in Singapore, I think it was. Yeah, big, big fan. He's got new music. So exciting. And I did this just launched this morning, I think it was. Either yesterday morning or this morning here at Malaysian time. And uh, under the uh, Silk Sonic name, but it's Bruno Mars, trust me. And he's got a new clothing line or attached with some sort of clothing line. Uh, cool stuff. So if you can check this out, please. It's been released on YouTube. You can see right there it's on YouTube. Uh, Bruce Mars, uh, Bruno Mars. Anderson, Pac, Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. Great, great tune. And so good to hear Bruno Mars back back in the game. We missed him. Um, oh, this is a really cool thing I shared. Check this out, too. It's on my, on my page. Um, there's an episode of Open Door with Ricky Martin and his uh, husband. And uh, they give you a tour of his home in California. It's very cool. What an amazing house. 
got with all his Grammys on the shelf and everything. Nice stuff, huh? Um, and, and finally, let me just end with this. I found this. I had to share it. So moron Bill Gates is claiming that a cow emits more pollution than a car. So here's the deal. I'll lock myself in my garage with a cow overnight. And Bill, you can lock yourself in the garage with a car running. And then in the morning, we'll meet up and talk about the results. How about that? Uh, I love it. <laughs> oh, man, the stupidity of some people, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yes, indeed. Okay, look, we, we've bacon sandwiched ourselves. We BSed ourselves through, uh, through 20 minutes, and I really wasn't hit. <laughs> cows are scary. I actually love cows. They're cute. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I guess they could be scary. It's like clowns, you know? Clowns are scary. Uh, or at least they've been marketed that way. Um, I am, uh, I'm going to move straight on into Alice in Wonderland because uh, we're going to close out a little early tonight. Um, sounds like a game of who can live longer. <laughs> Mohana loves clowns, really. There are a lot of people who don't. They're deathly afraid of clowns and not just the scary big the ones that are designed like the it clown um any clown so yeah but not when it's running at you yes <laughs> that's true <clears throat> all right so before we get into alice in wonderland just a couple of reminders i want to thank the folks at streambeats streambeats.com Copyright, strike-free music, some cool stuff done by uh, Harris uh, Heller, and uh, check it out if you if you if you stream. If you're looking for music for your videos, you can do a lot worse than Streambeats.com. You got to check that out. Um, be sure you like, share, subscribe. We've hit a hundred over uh, subscribers on Twitch.tv, and that's incredibly good. Thank you so much. I'm not wearing pants page on Facebook. That's uh, where we are also live. And um, be sure you like and subscribe. The algorithm on Facebook depends a lot on sharing. So if you share my live stream, even after we're done, it's still there. Uh, you can share it with your friends and encourage them to come over and check it out. Um, again, just a small ask. If you have a moment and are so inclined if you're on twitch.tv, right there is a link. You can click that, make a small donation of any kind to help defray the cost of the stream. If you are on Facebook, up above here is that same link. So up there you'll find a, uh, a link you can click and do what you can. No obligation. If you're so inclined, appreciate it. All right. Um, yeah, 100 follower mark which is cool. I'm, I'm very happy about that. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing uh, the stream. I think that's a big part of why we, we hit 100. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, okay, we're going to, uh, we're going to shove things around here and open up Alice in Wonderland. Uh, because the, uh, the good folks at the Gutenberg Project which is where we uh, where we get these books from. They are in the public domain. You can go there. It's gutenberg.org. That's G-U-T-E-N-B-E-R-G.org. And uh, check out 
all the amazing books they have. All the classics are there. And uh, they are in the public domain. They are free. You can download in a bunch of different formats, ebooks, text files, Word docs. Um, so check it out, gutenberg.org, the Gutenberg Project. Um, let me see. We were at Chapter 4. And, you know, I said it last night afterwards. <laughs> you still need to do one. Oh, chapter. Yeah, chapter two. Oh, man. You're falling behind there, chaotic robot. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the writing of this book is so weird. It's enjoyable to read and listen to, I hope. But really, honestly, it sounds like the writer was like, you know, token up a little bit when he was writing this or, or on something because it's strange. It's chaotic is a good word for it. So anyway, let's move on in and jump ahead to uh, Alice in Wonderland. And um, it's chapter four. The rabbit sends a little bull, a little bill. Uh, no chaotic. It wasn't a double last night. I don't think. Um, I think we only did one. But we've done a couple through, so yeah. When did we get Boomer Doom? Oh, we'll be back to Boomer Doom. I, yeah, actually, we talked about Boomer Doom and Meridian 59. I still have Meridian 59. I just haven't had a chance to kind of get into it enough to get to where I can move around in the world. And it would be bad enough to see me fumbling in place, but actually winding up uh, dying in Meridian 59. So we will get to that. We will get to Doom again. Um, I'll play that. Uh, let's see. What is this? Saturday night. So our next stream is on Tuesday. I'll do my best to set it up for Tuesday. We'll do some Boomer Doom. Okay. <laughs> All right. The uh, Alice in Wonderland, Chapter 4, The Rabbit Sends In a Little Bill. It was the white rabbit trotting slowly back again and looking anxiously about as it went, as if it had lost something, and she heard it muttering to itself, the Duchess. The Duchess, oh, my dear paws, oh, my fur and my whiskers, she'll get me executed as sure as ferrets are ferrets. Uh, where can I have uh, dropped them, I wonder? Alice guessed in a moment that it was looking for the fan and the pair of white kid gloves, and she very good-naturedly began hunting about for them, but they were nowhere to be seen. Everything seemed to have changed since her swim in the pool, and the great hall with the glass table and the little door had vanished completely. Well, very soon the rabbit noticed Alice as she went hunting about, and called out to her in an angry tone, Why, Mary Ann, what are you doing out here? Run home this moment and fetch me a pair of gloves and a fan. Quick now! And Alice was so much frightened that she ran off at once in the direction it pointed to, without trying to explain the mistake it had made. He mistook me for his housemaid, she said to herself as she ran. How surprised he'll be when he finds out who I am. But I'd better take him his fan and gloves, that is, if I can find them. And as she said this, she came upon a neat little house on the door of which was a bright brass plate with the name W. Rabbit engraved upon it. 
So she went in without knocking and hurried upstairs in great fear lest she should meet the real Marianne and be turned out of the house before she found the fan and gloves. How queer it seems to herself, Alice said, to be going messages for a rabbit. I suppose Dinah'll be sending me on messages next, and she began fancying the sort of thing that would happen. Uh, Miss Alice, come here directly and get ready for your walk. Coming in a minute, nurse. But I've got to see that the mouse doesn't get out. Only I don't think, Alice went on, that they'd let Dinah stop in the house if it began ordering people like that. By this time, she'd found her way into a tidy little room with a table in the window, and on it, as she had hoped, a fan, and two or three pairs of tiny white kid gloves. She took up the fan and a pair of the gloves and was just going to leave the room when her eye fell upon a little bottle that stood near the looking-glass. There was no label this time with the words, Drink Me, but nevertheless she uncorked it and put it to her lips. I know something interesting is sure to happen, she said to herself, whenever I eat or drink anything. So I'll just see what this bottle does. I do hope it'll make me grow large again, for really I'm quite tired of being such a tiny little thing. And it did so indeed, and much sooner than she had expected. Before she had drunk half the bottle, she found her head pressing against the ceiling and had to stoop to save her neck from being broken. She hastily put down the bottle and said to herself, That's quite enough. I hope I shan't grow any more. As it is, I can't get out the door. I do wish I hadn't drunk quite so much. Alas, it was too late to wish that. She went on growing and growing, and very soon had to kneel down on the floor. In another minute there was not even room for this, and she tried the effect of laying down with one elbow against the door, and the other arm curled around her head. Still she went on growing, and as a last resource she put one arm out the window and one foot the chimney, and said to herself, Now I can do no more. Whatever happens, what will become of me? Luckily for Alice, the little magic bottle had now had its full effect, and she grew no larger. Still, it was very uncomfortable, and as there seemed to be no sort of chance of her ever getting out of the room again, it was no wonder she felt so unhappy. It was much pleasanter at home, thought poor Alice, when one wasn't always growing larger and smaller and being ordered about by mice and rabbits. I almost wish I hadn't gone down that rabbit hole, and yet, and yet, it's rather curious, you know, this sort of life. I, I do wonder what can have happened to me. When I used to read fairy tales, I fancied that kind of thing ever happening. 
and now here I am in the middle of one. There ought to be a book written about me. That there ought. And when I grow up, I'll write one. But I'm grown up now, she added in a sorrowful tone. At least there's no room to grow up any more here. But then, thought Alice, shall I never get any older than I am right now? That'll be a comfort one way, <clears throat> never to be an old woman. But then, always having to learn lessons. Oh, I shouldn't like that. Oh, you foolish Alice, she answered herself. How can you learn lessons in here? Why, there's hardly room for you, and no room at all for any lesson books. So again she went on, taking first one side and then the other, and making quite a conversation of it altogether. But after a few minutes she heard a voice outside and stopped to listen. Marianne! Marianne! said the voice. Fetch my gloves at this moment. Then came a little pattering of feet on the stairs. Alice knew it was the rabbit coming to look for her, and she trembled till she shook the house, quite forgetting that she was now about a thousand times as large as the rabbit, and had no reason to be afraid of it. Presently, the rabbit came up to the door and tried to open it, but as the door opened inward and Alice's elbow was pressed hard against it, that attempt proved a failure. Alice heard it say to itself, Then I'll go round and get in at the window. That you won't, thought Alice, and after waiting till she fancied she heard the rabbit just under the window, she suddenly spread out her hand and made a snatch in the air. She did not get a hold of anything, but she heard a little shriek and a fall, and a crash of broken glass, from which she concluded that it was just possible it had fallen into a cucumber frame or something of the sort. Next came an angry voice. The rabbits. Pat! Pat! Where are you? And then a voice she'd never heard before. Sure then I'm here, digging for apples, your honor. Digging for apples, indeed, the rabbit said angrily. Here, come and help me out of this. Sounds of more broken glass. Now tell me, Pat, what's that in the window? Sure, it's an arm, your honor. He pronounced it arm. An arm, you goose. Whoever saw one that size? Why, it fills the whole window. Sure, it does, your honor. But it's an arm for all that. Well, it's got no business here. At any rate, go, go and take it away. There was a long silence after this, and Alice could only hear whispers now and then, such as, Sure, I don't like it, Your Honor, at all, at all. Do as I tell you, coward. And at last she spread out her hand again, and made another snatch in the air. This time there were two little shrieks, and more sounds of broken glass. What a number of cucumber frames there must be, thought Alice. I wonder what they'll do next. As for pulling me out of the window, 
I only wish they could. I'm sure I don't want to stay in here any longer. Well, she waited for some time without hearing anything more, and at last came a rumble of little cartwheels and the sound of a good many voices all talking together. She made out the words, Where's the other ladder? Why, I hadn't to bring but one. Bill's got the other. Bill, fetch it here, lad. Here, put em at the corner. No, tie em together first. They don't reach half high enough. Oh, they'll do well enough. Don't be particular. Here, Bill, catch hold of this rope. We'll hold the roof bare. Mind that loose slate. Oh, it's coming down. Heads below. A loud crash. Now who did that? It was Bill, I fancy. Who's going to go down the chimney? Nah, I shan't. You do it. Then I won't. Bill, go down. Here, Bill. The master says you're to go down the chimney. Oh, so Bill's going to come down the chimney, has he? Said Alice to herself. Shy, they seem to put everything upon Bill. I wouldn't be in Bill's place for a good deal. This fireplace is narrow, to be sure, but I think I can kick a little. She drew her foot as far down the chimney as she could, and waited till she heard a little animal, she couldn't guess what sort it was, scratching and scrambling about in the chimney close above her, then saying to herself, This is Bill. She gave one sharp kick and waited to see what would happen next. Well, the first thing she heard was a general chorus of, There goes Bill! Then the rabbit's voice along, Catch him, you by the hedge! Then silence. And then another confusion of voices. Hold up his head, Brandy now, don't choke him! How was it, old fellow? What happened to you? Tell us all about it! Last came a little, feeble, squeaky voice. That's Bill, thought Alice. Well, I hardly know. No more, thank ye. I'm better now, but I'm a deal too flustered to tell you. All I know is something comes at me like a jack-in-the-box, and I goes up like a skyrocket. So you did, old feller, said the others. We must burn the house down, said the rabbit's voice, and Alice called out as loud as she could, If you do, I'll set Dinah at you. There was a dead silence instantly, and Alice thought to herself, I wonder what they will all do next. If they had any sense, they'd take the roof off. After a minute or two, they began moving about again and Alice heard the rabbit say, A barrowful will do to begin with. A barrowful of what? thought Alice. But she had not long to doubt, for the next moment a shower of little pebbles came rattling in at the window, and some of them hit her on the face. I'll put a stop to this, she said to herself, and shouted out, You better not do that again! which produced another dead silence. Alice noticed, with some surprise, that the pebbles were all turning into little cakes as they lay on the floor. And a bright idea came to her head. If I eat one of these cakes, she thought, 
It's sure to make some change in my size, and as it can't possibly make me any larger, it must make me smaller, I suppose. So she swallowed one of the cakes, and was delighted to find that she began shrinking directly. As soon as she was small enough to get through the door, she ran out of the house and found quite a crowd of little animals and birds waiting outside. The poor little lizard, Bill, was in the middle being held up by two guinea pigs who were giving it something out of a bottle. They all made a rush at Alex the, Alice the moment she appeared, but she ran off as hard as she could and soon found herself safe in a thick wood. Now the first thing I've got to do, said Alice to herself as she wandered about in the wood, is to grow to my right size again. And the second thing is to find my way into that lovely garden. I think that will be the best plan. It sounded an excellent plan, no doubt, and very nearly and simply arranged. The only difficulty was she had not the smallest idea how to set about it. And while she was peering about anxiously among the trees, a little sharp bark just over her head made her look up in a great hurry. An enormous puppy was looking down at her with large round eyes and feebly stretching out one paw trying to reach her. Poor little thing, said Alice in a coaxing tone. She tried hard to whistle to it, but she was terribly frightened all the time at the thought that it might be hungry, in which case it would very likely eat her up in spite of all her coaxing. Hardly knowing what she did, she picked up a little bit of stick and held it out to the puppy, whereupon the puppy jumped into the air off all its feet at once with a yelp of delight, and rushed at the stick, and made believe to worry it. Then Alice dodged behind a great thistle to keep herself from being run over, and the moment she appeared on the other side, the puppy made another rush at the stick and tumbled head over heels in its hurry to get hold of it. Then Alice, thinking it was having a game of play with a cart horse, and expecting every moment to be trampled under its feet, ran around the thistle again. And then the puppy began a series of short charges at the stick, running a very little way forward each time and a long way back, and barking hoarsely all the while, till at last it sat down a good way off, panting, with its tongue hanging out of its mouth, and its great eyes half shut. It seemed to Alice a good opportunity to make her escape. So she set off at once, and ran till she was quite tired and out of breath, and till the puppy's bark sounded quite faint in the distance. And yet, what a dear little puppy it was, said Alice, as she leant against a buttercup to rest herself, and fanned herself with one of the leaves. I should have liked teaching it tricks very much, but if I'd only been the right size to do it, oh dear, I nearly forgot that I've grown up again. Let me see, how is it to be managed? I suppose I ought to eat or drink something or other, but the great question is, what? 
The great question certainly was what. Alice looked all around her at the flowers and the blades of grass, but she didn't see anything that looked like the right thing to eat or drink under the circumstances. <clears throat> there was a large mushroom growing near her, about the same height as herself, and when she looked under it and on both sides of it and behind it, it occurred to her that she might well look and see what was on top of it. She stretched herself up on tiptoe and peeped over the edge of the mushroom, and her eyes immediately met those of a large blue caterpillar. It was sitting on the top with his arms folded, quietly smoking a long hookah and taking not the smallest notice of her or anything else. Sounds like a good way to end a chapter. <laughs> wow, that was a long one. Goodness me. Jaden, hey, stopped in for a quick hello. Thanks, Jaden. Hope you're still here. Hi, hi. That was chapter four. Chapter five is going to come up next time. And that chapter is called Advice from a Caterpillar. <laughs> I look forward to that. All right. Wow. That was a long chapter. And once again, the writing. Mmm, good stuff. <laughs> Insane. Oh, my. That's Alice in Wonderland from the Gutenberg Project. Gutenberg.org is the site. Check it out if you'd like. Um, cool beans. We are done. We're set. Thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. And um, we uh, we definitely want to... Uh, want to catch you again you did if you just joined us sorry obligated orb you did just miss some um, uh <laughs> you missed story time that's all right you can watch it in the in the rebroadcast these podcasts are up there on facebook youtube and twitch uh right after we're done live um you're right crystal it does seem like he's been smoking something or sniffing some white powder <laughs> which we do not encourage on this show by the way just saying, just saying, we're just reading, writing from, uh, it's Lewis Carroll, right? Yeah, Lewis Carroll, Carrot Carroll, Lewis Carroll. Um, anyway, Alice in Wonderland. All right, we'll do chapter five. And thank you, uh, Chaotic Robot, hopefully catch up on your art. Yeah, I've been checking Twitter and, and, uh, and seeing if you were out there. Uh, but I, I see all the work that you do. It's amazing, the artwork that you do. And it seems like you're really busy. So no worries. When you have time, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for that, by the way. Thank you for sharing. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, Twitch.tv, J. Sheldon No Pants. YouTube, J. Sheldon Channel. And of course, uh, I'm Not Wearing Pants page on Facebook, Facebook Live. You still need a tag, huh? Um Alice in No Pants Land. I we tried to do this the last time. Nobody came up with anything. Uh, I don't know. Alice in No Pants Land. That might that's that's not bad. You get the book in there. You get my show in there. Give that a try. We'll see if it works. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much again for uh, for joining, and uh, we will see you again. Grandpa doesn't wear pants. No, he rarely does. <laughs> I will see you again on uh, Tuesday night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, wherever you may be around the planet. Um, 
we will see you on Tuesday and thank you for, for joining. Uh, once again, I am Jay Sheldon and I'm not wearing pants. Good night, folks. Yo.